Hey, have you heard about Anchor? You probably haven't heard about Anchor yet, so let me tell you about it. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. You probably hear other people talk about how they make podcasts. If they say it's easy, they're crazy. All of their methods are really hard and complicated, but Anchor, super simple. First off, it's free. They have creation tools that let you make the podcast right from your phone. You don't even need a computer. This is 2019. Who uses computers anymore? Anchor distributes your podcast on all the other platforms. No need to go do all that complicated searching and hosting and posting. Hosting and posting. They do it for you. You can also make money from your podcast. Well, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now because you're listening to this ad. They've got everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. No need to search around all over the place. No need to go to 20 different sites. Just one. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Bet you thought I was going to sing right here, didn't you? Are you looking for the hottest news out of the obstacle racing scene? Want to stay up to date on the freshest info, the latest podiums, and hear interviews with the who's who in OCR? Well, you've come to the wrong place. Well, some of that you'll find here. But we're not the media. This is not ORM, OCM, OCRM, ORCM. This is OCR Talk. Hello, this is Jason Dupree. And Anna Landry. And you're listening to OCR Talk episode number 34, even though... Release-wise, it's not episode 34 because of the three previous episodes (laughs) that were one recording. But if you've listened to them by now, you know that they were broken up in a very cliffhanger, suspenseful way that I think got a few people. I it got me whenever I first listened to it because I always listen to (laughs) yeah I always listen to it whenever I get the notification that it was released and I'm like. And I'm like waiting for that moment. And I'm like, oh, he cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I got you, then I guess I really did do a good job with it. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So you are in Colorado now. We made it to Colorado. Yes, I am. You've been there permanently here. I've been here for a week now and I'm still getting adjusted. (laughs) We're living on a horse ranch that's literally in between mountains. So I've been like disconnected from the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds beautiful. Is that not it's where gorgeous. you're going to be living? It's yeah, it, it's yeah, it's where we're going to be staying for the for as long as we can anyway. Okay. It's it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous out here. I'm like 20 minutes to Boulder, 30 minutes to Denver. It's like the perfect area. There's trails literally all around me. Hmm. And I mean, I'm just in heaven right now. <laughs> yeah. You, you said golden, right? Yeah. Golden. So everybody you're... thinks of golden. So everybody thinks of like Coors Brewery or whatever. But I, I still, ha- <laughs> I mean, I haven't been there. I've driven by several times. It's a big thing around here, but yeah. But you're right at the base of the mountains. Yeah, pretty you're much. Right in the foothills. <laughs> yeah, right in the foothills. So right by Lookout Mountain, where I learned where good old Buffalo Bill is buried. 
I had a good good history lesson with my son up there <laughs> last week, which was pretty cool. But yeah, lots of cyclists around here. Lots of cyclists. Yeah, that's one thing that I've seen noticed in in the Denver area is that there's way more physical activity people than so much definitely more. than New Orleans. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So I heard on the news this morning here that the university, I think it's Colorado State University, is offering free adult biking classes, like teaching adults how to ride a bike, because there nice. are still adults ha- that don't know how to ride a bike. And it's because they want to promote their faculty members to take part in biking to work every day versus commuting. That's awesome. And they have like a bike to work day and a tube to work day, which is like really cool. Yeah. (laughs) So all the snow melt from the mountains, this is, I mean, this is like all new to me (laughs) is like feeding all these creeks. And, and during the summer, all these people tube down these creeks and they have this thing called tube to work day. But with all this, all the snow that they got this year, they had to delay tube to work day because all the creeks were closed because there was so much snow melt. That it was so just was making the high. creeks. Yeah, it was. I mean, there was like, there was something like 11 fatalities on the creeks oh, of people wow. who like weren't listening and going into the water and just getting swept away. It's Jeez. crazy. But that is awesome, though, to be in an environment where people are just entirely more fitness or health minded. Completely different world. Completely. It, it makes it easier to. Uh, to me, every time I was up there, it was so much easier to go exercise and work out during a work trip, whereas otherwise it tends to be kind of tough to make it happen, like to get myself to do it, you know? Yeah, definitely. You're living at the horse ranch, but you're not there now, and that's not why your <laughs> voice sounds, your audio sounds not the best, but that's just because you, your mic's still in storage, correct? Yeah, my mic's still in the storage unit. I we were trying to just like keep the necessities with us and like keep the bare minimum of stuff that we need because <laughs> our place is pretty small, but like, you know, I guess it just got mixed up in one of the boxes that didn't make the cut and got sent back to storage. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sitting in a Starbucks parking lot and like, luckily nobody has <laughs> given me any weird looks. I'm just sitting in my car on my laptop with my headphones in. And there was this guy that rode by on his little hover round. <laughs> just now actually but he was just like riding along the trail <laughs> what what's the temperature right now right At now five it in the is afternoon. <laughs> a steamy 86 degrees it's not steamy actually there's like zero humidity <laughs> <laughs> it always amazed me though how fast how fast it heats up because I oh, guess yeah. because you're so high and because there is yeah. so little humidity at the sun just goes straight through the air, I guess. I'm oh, not sure yeah. Why that happens. Yeah. And, and this morning when I woke up, it was like in the forties. So, wow. <laughs> and that's pretty much how it's been these last few days. Like it'll get really hot during the day and then just get really nice and cool at night. And like, I didn't know this was a thing, but whenever we were looking at houses, Lauren was like, well, does it have central AC or does it just have like a swamp cooler? Or I'm like, I didn't even, it, I didn't, it didn't even dawn on me to think of the house if 
you know, if it had AC or not, because apparently that's a thing where some older houses, they just don't have AC because it's so cool at night that you really don't need it. And during the day, you're not really at home during the day. You're either outside or at work. So it didn't even dawn on me to think of looking for AC in the house. (laughs) Yeah. I've seen that a lot of North too, where there's just no air condition at all. And it, you know, being from the South, it definitely blows me away. Yeah. I mean, I just grew up, central AC was a thing. Yeah. It's like a must. (laughs) You need central (laughs) AC in the South. (laughs) Well, interestingly, when you go visit all the plantation homes, uh, instead of having AC, you know, they didn't have it back then. So they would have cross breeze doors or windows. So you would open up the main doors and then you would open up the windows uh, in on the backside of the house and that would let the breeze blow through the house. Right. Right. And that was their AC. (laughs) Yeah. Which is pretty much my AC right now, but no, (laughs) not really, but (laughs) so you're getting ready to start being the best now, uh, up in your training and getting some really, really good hills and, and, awesome trails in oh man i i ran up north table mountain which is like literally across the highway from where i'm staying at and the first half mile of the north table loop is like i think they said it i think they said it's like a 16 percent grade and it's like just straight up for the first half mile (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm like huffing and puffing and i'm just like walking my heart rate's already in the 130s i'm like well i guess this is a good warm-up for the rest of the trail (laughs) well on the on the opposite side of things i've been in new orleans for work this week and this morning there was you know a few hours of rain and the entire city went berserk and started flooding and, and now there's a storm that may end up turning into a tropical storm sitting in the gulf right you know basically right below louisiana and they're shutting everything down basically and saying you know the company i'm working with they're saying everybody go home stay home until we tell you to come back (laughs) wow that's crazy well have you at least been able to like see your any family in new orleans while you're there or give more no this trip (laughs) this trip i i didn't so far and today was you know just wednesday so the plan was to see them later this week but that's not happening now because i'm heading back home tomorrow morning that's crazy i saw that tropical storm that they were talking about on the news this morning and man that just like gives me flashbacks to 2016 when they got when we got that bad flood it's just terrible I was working in a high rise building. So, and we had, we were in a conference room with, with the, at, you know, on the edge at the windows. So we spent half of our day just watching all the cars go, get, wow. go through the water and get stuck and pull up on the, on the median. And that yeah, still kills me how many cars down there. <laughs> I mean, you've been living down there for long enough. <laughs> like, you should know when not to drive through the water. <laughs> Yeah, or when not to stop. And, right. Yeah. That that made me so nervous living down there. Just the flooding <laughs> and everything that scared me. Let's get into it. I am going to try and get out to a, a dinner tonight and uh, before Sweet. I head back home. First thing, we got a new supporter for from you know on Anchor. We need some kind of like music for whenever like we get a new when you know. <laughs> <laughs> like trumpets I'll, or something. All right, I'll I'll play. Uh, I'll get a little something to play after this. It won't be trumpets, but I can like promise you like some kind of like fanfare it. or something. 
Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, it, our new supporter, Anna Harnady. So that that puts us up to three supporters. Sweet. Mike Stefano, Anna, and Rich Herrera. Nice. So yeah, we've got, you know, just more money coming in for giveaways. Awesome. And speaking of which, so first off, Anna, thank you so much. Super awesome. We we appreciate it so very much. And even more importantly, it goes, you know, that money goes straight to our giveaways to yep. help uh, give away cool stuff to our listeners. And our, our newest giveaway is the hat that we talked about in the past three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> three episodes. And we, we got four entries awesome. for people who posted, you know, uh, their favorite drink. Chelsea Runs from Facebook, Bartley OCR on Instagram, Sophia on Instagram and Discord, actually. And Discord. And uh-huh. Danny Beer. Danny Beer nice. on Facebook and Discord. Awesome. So here we go. We're going to spin the wheel to decide the winner of the hat. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I don't think it gets the audio from this, but no. the winner is Bartley. Woo! Some more exciting music here. Or special music for that. Not Enya. Marley, we're going to contact you. Congratulations, we're going to contact you. Not Enya? Why not? It's not an Enya moment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm going to contact you and let you pick out your color for your hat. Because this giveaway, you get to decide what color you want it to be. And then we'll get that shipped out to you. Now we do, I think we'll probably have, you know, some money's for a next giveaway. So now we've just got to decide what the next giveaway is going to be. Sweet. Let's, I, I like the, uh, using the spread shop site. So let's uh, stick with that. What's cool. the next, what do we want to use giveaway next? Um, how about since it's summertime, how about a tank top? Men's or women's? Summer tank top. Okay. Let's look, let's look and see what we got in the store. The next giveaway is going to be, a tank top since it's summer. Yeah. For those that like to run out in the heat. Get in that heat. And training. we've got choices between we've got choices between men's and women's tank tops and uh, and your choice of color from, you know, a few selections. So I hate deciding what to do. Just send us a message at all. I don't care what it's about. <laughs> just send <laughs> any us, message. Just send we us a get, message saying hi. How much you love listening any to Any message us. we get from any source is going to go into the drawing for this one. <laughs> or tell us so that we like, maybe get more than four. Your favorite part of one of our episodes. It doesn't have to be this episode. <laughs> it can be blank. I don't care. Yeah, it can be blank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's get on with this. Uh, right. So that's, that's the next one. We got three new reviews on Apple Podcasts. Now, it seems like Apple Podcasts is the place that pretty much everybody leaves reviews and really cares about them. You know, Will Hicks started where he was asking for reviews on Alexa yeah. so that he could say that he was the number one OCR rated podcast on, on Alexa. Alexa. I've noticed that his podcast, World's Toughest Podcast, didn't even have any reviews on Stitcher, which is what I use to listen to podcasts. Hmm. I don't know what everybody else uses. I use Apple Podcasts. So I left him one. <laughs> I left him one on there. So now 
he's probably with one review the number one rated podcast on stitcher as well yeah the number one rated ocr podcast on stitcher yes the, the <laughs> <OCR podcast that laughs> but we got we got three new ones from i think all people from discord awesome and so it's re- it's really cool to see the interaction that I've had with them and knowing that they listen to the episodes and then seeing the things they write in the review because it just kind of all ties in together. So it's kind of fun. So we've got the first one titled for Heather, <laughs> uh, you know, from Colton Steakhouse. If you remember, <laughs> this is by, <laughs> this is by Cassidopia, Cassidiop. I don't know how you pronounce it. Cassidiopia. Maybe we tried. I need to ask them. They're on Discord. I'm going to ask them how that's pronounced. Yeah, I recognize that. But they gave us five stars, and they said, you guys are terrible, and Jason should be ashamed of his (laughs) review of Colton's Steakhouse. (laughs) Heather works hard and probably makes four bucks an hour. Just kidding. I don't know where to submit hate mail, so I I put it here. Honestly, (laughs) everyone, listen to these two hang out and share OCR talk. It's the closest thing to a best friend you'll ever need. Aww. So I love... I, right I in love, the feels. I love people, people uh, jumping on the the wagon with me against Colton Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> if there's ever an OCR in Arkansas, which well, yeah, there is. Yeah, they're CT. Yeah, yeah Concord Garlic. <laughs> they're, they're never gonna go to <laughs> Colton Steakhouse. <laughs> there's probably not one out that way. Uh, we'll have to find out. Never know. See if there is. <laughs> All right, so the second one is titled These Two, dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Five stars by Spartan Sophia. Sophia, who was also, you know, in- entered into our giveaway for the for the last one, says, continuing from the title, are these two are hilarious. Drama, suspense, comedy, inspirational. So many different emotions rolled up into this podcast. <laughs> it's like listening to my friends talk about my favorite thing sometimes. Be prepared for multiple tangents, but they do manage to get in some OCR talk. Race recaps, OCR news, controversies, training. It will get crazy, but I promise you, we'll keep coming back. Now go listen to some Inya. <laughs> and gotta love that. Uh, I love it. I think everybody really appreciates the Inya whenever it pops up. Yeah. And that has, I, I think it's become a thing for us now. I think so. And I enjoy it. People are going to start listening to our episodes more now to see if there's an Enya moment in there. (laughs) You never know. You never know (laughs) when it might pop up. All right. The last one titled Great Banter and Stays on Topic by God knows how to pronounce this. Five stars by U-I-U-C-W-O-N-G-E-R. U-U-C-Wonger? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how that's supposed to be pronounced or broken up either, but that's another discorder. So thanks for the review. Jason and Anna have a great rapport and I enjoy their quirky dialogue. Lots of talk podcasts, lots of talk podcasts meander from topic to topic, but these guys keep the conversation structured. On top of that, Jason and Anna seem like nice down to earth people. I'd like to hang out with to talk OCR. Well done. Thank all three of you guys. And back at you like we love talking about this stuff so you know if you see us at a race and you want to chat definitely say hi because i mean that's what we do while we're out there at those races yeah. just hang out with everybody and and talk about obstacle racing love it. that's like my favorite part it, it's pretty easy to you know chat with like around here well 
yeah, around here, the Lone Star Spartan group, because it's a lot of people that I see often. Yeah. And something like Discord and the the podcast in itself is really helping that branch out even more. So like through Discord, we're we're getting to know people even overseas that when we if we ever go overseas and do a race, we'd probably run into them. Probably so. Like it's pretty rad. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I saw a few new members were like from Australia or New Zealand or something. Yeah. Pretty cool. So absolutely don't hesitate to to talk to say hey. Uh, we appreciate y'all's reviews very much. You know, we honestly, we don't really, I guess we don't care about the reviews, number of reviews or number of stars that we get as much as some other podcasts. Uh, it, I guess it, you know, just doesn't really, we appreciate the words that you say, but like, we're not using our numbers of reviews to, to, I guess, sell ourselves out to, market other companies like for ads and stuff i don't know i'm not really sure what other companies do with that yeah uh you know or other podcasts do i'm sure like matt he probably's got his reasons for having a good number of reviews because he does a lot of ads and stuff but the other ones i don't know i'm sure they've got their reasons because they all say you know we really appreciate your reviews they really mean a lot other than me, like waking up in the morning and reading your review and being like hey that was nice appreciate it feel good moment for the day <laughs> <laughs> it gives me a feel good re- moment and hopefully for them uh you know getting to be part of the episode is enjoyable as well i mean that was definitely. very enjoyable for me before i started this podcast definitely we've had our intro it's straight to ocr this time no <laughs> nope. dancing around no and going talking about other stuff for three hours no hunter mcintyre ocr no right now are you ready for it starting now it's about to hit you hard in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, you know, we haven't gotten to record for a couple of weeks now because particularly because of the holidays, you know, the July 4th holidays were quite busy and, and you moved yeah, the like, whole moving right in thing. that time frame as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't, even if I would have found the time, I don't <laughs> think you would have had the time anyways. Yeah. Maybe driving in my car down the highway. I don't know. <laughs> But my last race was the AT&T stadium race, the Spartan stadium race in Dallas. Yeah. Had serious FOMO looking at everybody's pictures. <laughs> Have you raced since what was my CTG? Last I don't think so. I think CTG was my last race. I had a race coming up this weekend. I had a my first ultra. It was a t- It's a 10-hour ultra in Mandeville, and it's still going on, but I was going to use it as a as a good training run going into world's toughest um, in November, which I still haven't registered for, <laughs> but <laughs> I was going to use it as a, as a good training run. Cause it's a 10 hour ultra on a four mile loop. Nice. A couple of my friends that have run hundred milers were like really stoked about me going and competing and running. And I was really going to make it one of my A races, but then like I just started my job this week and everything, so I was like, uh, I I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it, <laughs> hmm. just because I'm like just now getting settled into my job, just now getting the house together and everything, and it it's just like for me to just fly down there for a weekend. Plus, with the whole tropical storm thing, <laughs> I guess it worked out. <laughs> Is it? So you said that's this weekend? Yeah, it's this weekend down in uh, Mandeville. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck to them. Yeah. 
But I got a, I still got the email from the race director and he said that the race was still going on because he's letting me defer my registration to next year. Oh, but wow. yeah, he, he's, he's like, yeah, we're still going on rain or shine. I'm like, well, y'all might be swimming. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to turn into a, a swim, a swim run, swim ultra, ultra swim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, swim run. That's a, that's a, real thing in duathlon right i don't know kind of but they it's particularly swimming and running not swim right i don't know what else duathlons could possibly be but they'll swim from like you know one island to another and then uh, run across the island and swim to the next one so they could do that (laughs) i guess so (laughs) but no that's that's uh you know we do talk about how ocr affects life in general and, and and being balanced so that it is important sometimes that happens you know we want to do a race but you know that you don't necessarily get to because of things in life right. when we're making it our our hobby and not our job then you know that's, that's the way it goes sometimes yeah. and that's okay and luckily we have really cool race directors that let you defer registrations so. yeah absolutely <laughs> so so AT&T stadium race was you know, a few weeks ago now. So I don't want to just like rehash that whole race because they have, you know, other people have talked about it. And it's kind of old news at this point. There are just a couple of topics that I wanted to point out and things that it made me think about more so than really talking about the race. Now, as a, just a quick recap of my race, I, I felt like I, I ran well and ran clean and didn't really slow down. It was really cool because it was interesting because the two previous Spartan weekends that I've done this year, I got top 10 in my age group in all four races that I did. But this and I ended up 18th in my age group. And so it really shows that the, you know, there are a lot of people come out to that race. There are a lot of big names and a lot of strong runners and strong racers are, are out at that one. So competition was a lot more stacked. Definitely. And that stadium is always hard too. Yeah, and that's one of the things I wanted to talk about is how stadium-wise, they've always said that it's the hardest stadium race out of all of them and always the longest. But this year, it was even longer than it has been in previous years. I think typically it's usually been, you know, over three three miles, three and a half or whatever, whereas some of the other stadiums are maybe even two and a half. But this year it was like four, maybe even four and a half. It was long. Yeah, I saw a lot of people commenting about that, how they were getting like four miles on their watches whenever they were done with the race, which is crazy to me because like they already put enough stairs in during that race to begin with. (laughs) So I could only imagine what they did with that race this year. Yeah, I'm not really sure where they found that extra room, but they sure did. Time-wise, I... Like I said, I had a clean race and last year I ended up doing one set of burpees and kind of slowed down after that, but I was still eight minutes slower than this year than I was the year before. So that just goes to show how much longer it was. Now, the obstacle uh, gauntlet at the end that I'm going to talk about probably added to that, but you know, that extra distance that they had definitely did. They still have a rule, though, that it's it, for stadium series, it's 15 burpees, not 30, right? That was not the case last year. Was that not the case? 
last year? No, I did 30 burpees that, last year. I think that just started this year, yeah. if I remember did correctly. I, I didn't do burpees last year, so I don't know. I can't remember for sure. Yeah, I didn't have to do burpees. I feel bad for not remembering, but whatever. <laughs> One, uh, so even even the elites, their times were slower than previous years, too. And slower overall, I'm sure. So, yeah, overall, just a harder, longer race. One of the really cool things that they did was starting the race outside. So the start line was outside. And this may not be a big deal for other stadium series since they're probably more open. And this one is in you know inside of a dome. In past years, it's always started within either within a hallway or on on the field. So somewhere inside. But what that ends up doing is it's always created a bottleneck very, very early into the race. So this year, it really made a big difference to have the start line outside because you actually got to run around outside for maybe a quarter of a mile, maybe half a mile first before you ran indoors. That's good. Yeah, because I can remember in past years them starting it like on the on the top of a ramp or something. And so the whole first quarter mile was like all the way down. Yeah, either that or on the on the field. Yeah. And first thing you do is head into the bleachers. And it's like, well, you get bottlenecked right there right away. And you already have staggered waves to begin with. So <laughs> it doesn't really help. <laughs> right. But even with the staggered waves, you still get bottlenecks yeah. uh, starting that way. So it was really neat. I I felt like it worked out really well. Now, it was kind of funny because I got there a little late. So I was in the very, very back of my age group, which typically I'll try to, you know, start with the, the first couple of couple of waves at least. So I was at the very, very end, which I kind of had a feeling was not going to be super fast runners. <laughs> so I'm not a, you know, I'm not a crazy fast sprinter. Were they wearing cotton t-shirts, Jason? Uh, no cotton t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think I was the only person in that wave without a shirt on. <laughs> That's probably a true statement. <laughs> so yeah, when when they said go, you know, we were the last seven or so people and I took off at not a crazy speed, but you know, a normal, a decent, I don't know, maybe a seven and a half minute pace. Nothing, no, nothing crazy for a, a sprint start. But sure enough, I was I left that group right away and just started catching up and passing people the entire race. So it was an interesting, interesting the way it you know how when you're racing next to somebody that, you know, is that you're contending against, mm -hmm. it can give you either a push or for some people, it's more stress or more anxiety. This, you know, everybody takes that different way. But for me. In that case, since I knew I wasn't racing next to the people, you know, I didn't have anybody to chase. I really just had myself and it was kind of relaxing. Like I'm just going to get to pass people the entire time. So it was kind of, kind of fun. And I, I enjoyed it. It's, I wouldn't want to do that every single time, <laughs> but it was kind of nice. You just have to play catch up the whole time. The very first obstacle was the, the air bike. Ugh. That was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't feel that bad doing it. It's like, oh, everybody, yeah. okay, let me go. You know, just like cranking cool through it. Fan. And it's like, all right, this is not too bad. And then as soon as you get off, it's like, yeah. whoa, my legs <laughs> are black. legs are jello now. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with the rest of the race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was pretty neat. 
I enjoyed it. It was a really good setup. The overall, I think the it was just a good course and good race. But here's where it really got interesting: is the very end, the last slew of obstacles. You know, you've gone up the up and down the stadium at least four times, and you get to the Jerry King carry, and it's up one of those ramps and back down. And as soon as you're done with the Jerry King carry, you go right to the rope, which is not bad. But then right after the rope is you're on the field now and then it's box jumps and that's going to wear you down. And then right after that is Ram burpees. I don't know if you've seen yes. this, but they've got this pipe type deal. They call it a Ram, you know, it's a Ram roller. kind of reminiscent of what you use to Ram a door down. <laughs> is that what it I is? So. I don't, I don't know. know. It kind of looks like that, but yeah, that's what it makes me think of. But Ram burpees. So you're taking that thing, that heavy pipe thing and lifting it over your head as you do, do these burpees. And for men, they were 55 pounds. And for women, they were 45, 35. I'm not That's sure. Crazy. But the 15 of those really did. I mean, it was it was tough. And the most interesting part about it is that right after was the rig. Now, the rig was only only rings. But when you're indoors, even indoors, you're all sweaty People, everybody before you have gone through, you're doing ram burpees and the sweat is just dripping off of you and down your arms. So as soon as you go into that rig, your hands could be slippery and, you know, one little mistake on those rings can can cost you a lot of time. So you really had to play it uh, strategic. You know, how how fast am I going to go through the ram burpees to leave energy for for the rig? Or how fast am I going to go through the rig and take chances or play it safe and go through nice and smooth and easy? That is crazy. It really was. And a couple of interesting situations that I, I ended up seeing or hearing about. Yeah, Robert Killian, I think, was in first. And then Ryan Kent passed him up on the Ram Burpees. Yeah, I did so he see that. powered through the Ram Burpees yeah. faster. So those, you know, biceps... Won that race. Biceps win races. Interestingly enough. <laughs> Biceps win sprints. And then Jack Bauer and Benny Gifford were on the rig at the same time. I think maybe Benny came into it right behind Jack. And Benny uh, spoke to him about it later. And he said he really took chances to try and beat Jack. And it paid off for him. He didn't mm -hmm. fall off and he made it through much, much faster and ended up uh, placing ahead of, of Jack Bauer. And he's got those freakishly long arms. <laughs> so yeah it was uh th those are really the only things that i wanted to point out about the race overall it it, it was a good one uh good enough that you know being in my hometown I, I don't i can't see skipping it in in the foreseeable future i could foresee going every year yeah it's just so conveniently like located mm -hmm. i could see that because like i always liked going to that stadium just because it was it was one of the well, I had never been to really any of the stadium races, but just looking at it and, you know, looking at the layout and like the level of competition that's there. I mean, I just I've always enjoyed that stadium race. I was kind of bummed to miss yeah. that one. It, it does seem to be pretty high on everybody's go to races race list. Another cool thing about that day is that Cody Thrift, you know, a local I, I uh, one of the locals that I like to kind of compete with, you know, in my age group and uh, around my my running pace. 
he ended up having a party at his house afterwards, you know, kind of barbecue style party and invited a whole bunch of people over. Benny, Benny was there. Bracken was there. Uh, Ryan Kent showed up. Cool. I think Orla Walsh was there. Oh, shoot. Victor Quezada was there. You know, he's a local, but he ended up getting fourth behind Ryan, Robert, and then Bracken was third. And then Victor, who didn't run in the first wave, ended up getting a fast enough time to be fourth. And then Isaiah was fifth. So second time that uh, Victor has beat Isaiah. Shout out. Yeah, pretty amazing. (laughs) That's awesome. So I got to meet, you know, a few of these guys, uh, like Ryan and Bracken. It's my first time meeting them in person, so that was pretty awesome. I had gotten a picture with Bracken at the stadium race last year. I don't think he ran it last year, but I had gotten, I think I had gotten a picture with him last year, maybe. Cool. Maybe him and Robert. But yeah. I I did tell Ryan Kent about the uh, the April Fool's episode and told him about how we spoofed his his mug gear ad. He said he hasn't even heard the Mud Gear ad. Like he, he really? recorded it, but he's never actually <laughs> heard it on a podcast. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. But all those guys, you know, a lot of times we we all see these people and their personalities through podcasts or through interviews come across as oh, those guys seem seem great and down to earth and whatever. And a lot of times, you know, you might not realize what they're really like until you meet them in person. And of course you can take that even further as to when you become friends with them and actually talk to them more. But in my short interaction with them, they, they were very, very kind and uh, nice and seemed pretty down to earth. So it it was really cool to kind of see that and I guess appreciate who they are as people even more. Yeah. I think we've got some of the best, Whenever you put it in perspective, I guess, and you think about other elite athletes in other sports, we've probably got like the best group of elite athletes that are just <laughs> really cool people in real life, not just like putting up a front. <laughs> yeah, and that might be a biased statement because how much do we know about athletes in other sports besides what we see on TV? But right. <laughs> we can say it. It's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that that party was was pretty awesome. It was pretty cool to see those people all gathered together. Well, that's awesome. Talking about athletes and their, you know, what they're like behind the scenes, I guess, or, or in, in person. Uh, I talked to, I think his name is Cole, that lives uh, with Hunter up in, in Colorado at the moment. And they're, they're constantly training together a lot. And in Hunter's Instagram stories, you you constantly see him either trying to scare this guy or or just making jokes at him or constantly ribbing him. And so I, I asked him what it was like uh, living with Hunter. I said, does he, as much as he g- messes with you, does he, I guess, give back to you? In- does he make up for it in any other way? <laughs> yeah. Does he like, the, does he, does he at least, you know, if he's ribbing you half the time, is he being cool the other half the time? He said, yeah, he's pretty balanced about it. So that was that was pretty cool to hear, too. All right. So just let's let's try and keep this one not too long. One of the things that I love about OCR that I love about OCR and this came up in discord just earlier is the consistent. I consistently find new goals to achieve all the time. 
if I hit one goal, there's always something new to do or try or reach for. And the reason this came up on, on Discord earlier today was because somebody was saying that they did a terrain race as their first race and they they enjoyed it and they did they, you know they're doing a, a warrior dash soon and they you know can't wait to see how they can it compares. Of course, they see how we are all talking about as at, uh, as veterans are all talking about yeah. terrain race, and so I, I I said to him I said you know don't take what we say about terrain race the wrong way if you enjoy it if you enjoy the yeah. race that's fantastic everybody does start somewhere and that is the best thing about it is that you've always got somewhere to grow so if you start in terrain race and you enjoy that that's fantastic maybe eventually you'll find ra- other races that you enjoy more maybe you'll find other races that are more challenging that you want to do and maybe you'll keep doing terrain because that was your first one and you still enjoy it right so you know i found that from for me while Warrior Dash was one of my first ones, I don't do their races anymore. But I do still enjoy doing some local, you know, smaller charity OCRs. And even though their obstacles aren't big and fantastic and amazing, I still love their races for because it's, you know, that that hometown race. And that's just the ones that I, I really enjoy doing. Uh, and usually I use them as training runs and do multi-laps, uh, multiple laps throughout the day. So. Just because a race is smaller isn't a reason to not do it. We've all got things that we're striving for, and we've all got different things to achieve. And that's my that really is, I think, what keeps me coming back to obstacle racing. The community's great. Uh, the races are fun, but really, it's I'm constantly being challenged, and every time I hit a goal that I am striving for, a, like I don't even have to think about it. Like there's a new one staring me in the face in the face right away. Yeah, I think for me it it's like half and half, like community and just the challenge. Because training for these races, I mean, you have to. It's so diverse. Like you always have to be thinking of some different way to train, which keeps it fresh. You know, you don't necessarily have to be just running all the time, and then running gets monotonous, and then you get burnt out on running, you know, or it's not just weightlifting all the time. It's like this mixed bag of just stuff. And like, you just get to explore all areas of fitness and it just opens up this whole new world to you. Cause I would have never thought about trying CrossFit moves or anything like that before I started running OCRs. But yeah. And I think, and and if it wasn't for the community and all these really awesome people that we've gotten to meet over the years, like, you know, I would have never, you know, met Sid and, and the battle people and gotten hooked up with that group and everything and, and that community. And I'm sure there's gobs of people out here that I haven't met yet that, you know, go out and mm-hmm. train every weekend. You know, it's just it's it's such a great opportunity to meet new people and just get involved with just get involved with your community. Yeah, speaking of your community, I know you know myself and Mark and hopefully Mike and Caitlin we can get them to come out next year to do yes. a race in Colorado. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. <laughs> One of my goals at the moment is I've I've kind of got almost like a list of people that I'm trying to chase down. <laughs> so it's my my peers who are 
close within my my pace uh, range that I, I'm looking to try and beat for the first time. You know, the, <laughs> like I know it's people that I, I've 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 been catching certain people too, so I'm kind of like working my way through different people inside of my <laughs> my group of friends. Almost, it's it's, it's fun. It's uh, you know, it's it's a fun rivalry and yeah. a, and challenge to be able to do that to say that man, I I look at them and I looked up to them and how they trained and how fast they were, and I put in the work and got to the point where I could beat them. And so, not only is it fun for the rivalry aspect of it, but also like a, wow, I, I was able to raise myself up to somebody who I looked up to. And that's, that's a really cool thing. Yeah. Just being able to meet those people that, that make you push yourself and make you, make you just better. For sure. And while you are a woman racer, uh, I'd say like, you know, you, you've gotten more podiums than I have. But I like to kind of gauge myself off of where you are. <laughs> and, you know, like when we did uh, World's Toughest, you know, we did that first lap uh, almost together. Like we yep. kept kind of passing each other or kind of rubber banding with Going each other for that yeah. whole first lap. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, for a male racer, like the, the top elites are they don't want to get chicked right by the <laughs> they don't want to have the girls. Uh, the top girls beat them. So I guess I'm kind of in that boat with you. Like if I don't get chicked by you, then I feel like I'm doing pretty good because you're doing awesome. So, so that's kind of a goal too. I don't, I don't want to let you chick me. Right. And I know you're a little bit faster than me. So I know if I could just like work a little bit harder, I know I'll probably be able to get there. (laughs) But yeah, you know, if you, if you don't have a goal at this point, really think about the excitement of OCR might in the community might be, you might be caught up in that, but eventually that will fade or you might get burnt out. So that's where those goals really play a big role. When you have something that's like, man, that's what I really want to achieve. And that's why I train every day. And that's why I keep doing it. That's what it's all about. So if if you're not, if you're out there and you're listening and you're not sure what, if you don't have a goal and you're not sure what it would be, hit us up and ask because I feel like I've got a slew of different uh, possibility, you know, different goals that I've gone through personally and different goals that I've seen other people go through. So if you need some ideas on things to to strive for. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Message us. Definitely. We had that one comment on Instagram about that guy's, that one guy and his little girl tried the little monkey bar technique that I was talking about on the last episode with Pegatron. And she said, and he said that he, she made it across and it like kind of warmed my heart a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was awesome. But yeah, it, no matter if you're a first timer, a open waiver or age group, you're doing, uh, you know, going for age group podium or you're even a, an elite. If you're elite, you're probably not looking for us for advice, but maybe right. you never know. <laughs> but but absolutely, we you know we love talking about that that kind of stuff. Definitely. I don't have all the answers, but I, I've got a few of them. I think a few. <laughs> I've got ideas. Maybe ideas. We've got, got theories. I've got. We've got hunches. Scientific hypothesis. I got hypotheses. Hypotheses. <laughs> All right, your brain is starving now. <laughs> oh yeah, it very much is. Let's uh, let's get done with this. We're gonna wrap this up. Thank you all for listening so very much. Thank you for the reviews. 
thank you for the kind words that you all give every time that we talk. And hope to see you at a race coming soon. I'm going to be at Noram next. That'll be my next race. So awesome. I'm just trying to, not doing a good job of it yet, but I'm trying oh. to get some training in. <laughs> <laughs> well, Noram. But before that, speaking of local races, we've got the Grit Games coming up in a couple weeks. On August Isn't that the same weekend as... Second, third, and fourth. Something else. There's something Benny's not going to because... Because of the Grit Games? No. Yeah, because of the great games, Benny's missing something else. Maybe. I don't know. I don't but Benny's going to be at the great games, which means everybody should be at the great games this year. <laughs> yeah, it sounds exciting. I unfortunately won't be able to be there, but looking forward to hear how it goes. It's that will probably amazing. be our next episode, I would assume. So let's uh, let's uh, look to record after that, and, and we'll talk all about it. Cool. We'll get the, we'll, we'll get the, uh, the hot scoop on it. In the meantime, if people still want to sign up, there's still time to sign up. And yeah, I think I've got a discount code. Oh, yeah? You know what it is off the top of your head? It's my first name. (laughs) Anna. Two N's. A-N-N-A. Anna with two N's. (laughs) And an A. Two A's and two N's. Two A's and two N's. Same backwards and forwards. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Can't get that one wrong. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's it. We're going to cut it, and I don't know how to end this now. Goodbye. Bye. See (laughs) (laughs) y'all. And if anyone's in Colorado with me, hit me up. (laughs) I keep getting lost on trails, so. Hashtag save Anna. Declan, you want to say hello? No. Bye.